Hey, I'm Jason, and this is Stumble Through the Bible, the podcast for people who don't fully understand the Bible, by people who don't fully understand the Bible. In this episode, vengeance. Why we love it so much. Okay, in this episode, we're going to be looking at the book of Daniel, which has a lot of great stuff in it. Some of your favorite Bible stuff, the writing on the wall. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who inspired a great Beastie Boys song. And of course, we have the story of Daniel in the lion's den. Uh, to give you a little background on Daniel's story, in a nutshell, he was a very influential dude with the king. And like anyone in a prominent position, he inspired a lot of jealousy in people with less influence. So the jealous guys arranged for a law to be passed that said anyone who failed to pray to the king would be thrown to the lions, knowing that the devout Daniel would never pray to anybody but God. Then they busted Daniel for his unauthorized prayer and turned him over to the authorities. The king, now with his hands tied by the law, had no choice but to have Daniel lionized. (laughs) Okay, I'll just edit that part out. Let's pick it up there in Daniel chapter 6. Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. Then at the break of day, the king arose and went in haste to the den of lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out in a tone of anguish, The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, and they have not harmed me, because I was found blameless before him and also before you. O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. Okay, stop there. Now, you would think that was a great place to end the story. Daniel lives, God is glorified, and everything is hunky-dory. In your kid's Veggie Tales, my first Bible, that is probably where the story ends. But that's not where it ends in the actual Bible. Let's step back to verse 23 of chapter 6 and pick up the story all the way to the end. Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no kind of harm was found on him because he had trusted in his God. Verse 24, And the king commanded, and those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Wow! Harsh, right? Now, 
why do you think we need to see in the Bible not only that Daniel was saved, but that Daniel's enemies and their wives and children died horribly? For the answer to that, let's look to the classic movie Con Air. Action movies are all about conflict of good guys versus bad guys and the triumph of good guys over bad guys. And we don't just want to see the bad guys get beat. We want to see them get beat down. This happens in movies all the time. Uh, the bad guy doesn't just lose in the end. He receives a wily coyote-level beating so that there is no doubt about who's the winner and who is the loser. One notable example that jumps to my mind is Con Air, which shows bad guy John Malkovich in the end getting thrown off of a moving fire truck through a couple of plate glass windows, falling through some live electrical wires, through some scaffolding at a construction site, and landing flat on his back under a pile driver so that he can look up just in time to see the pile driver plummeting down to crush his face. People want to see that. You see stuff like that in movies all the time. Does that mean that we're terrible and vicious people? No, I don't think so. You hear people talk about God's love all the time, and God does love us. He loves all of us, but you know what else he loves? Justice. And since we are made in God's image, we have within us, in our souls, the same love of justice. And that's good, because it's good when good guys win, and it's good when bad guys lose. But does vengeance need to be so violent in the book of Daniel and in Conair? Well, sometimes, yeah. I have two kids. I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. A three-year-old little girl and a six-year-old boy. And they're still at that age where they're learning about big concepts like love and truth and justice. When I want my daughter to know I love her, I don't just say, hey, love you, babe, as I'm walking out the door. I make a big, ostentatious display of loving her. I pick her up and squeeze her tight and kiss her cheeks. I make sure that she knows that I love her. Likewise, when I'm teaching my kids about fairness, I don't do it subtly because they're kids. Subtlety is not their thing. Now, even though we may be grown-ups, or at least our driver's licenses say that we're grown-ups, we still approach God in a lot of ways as children. There are big concepts that He wants to teach us about, and subtlety is sometimes not the best way to do it. He wants to teach us big, cosmic, eternal things, things that we won't get if He tries to finesse it. We love justice like He does, and we need to know that we can count on God to deliver it. It is true that sometimes justice looks really ugly, especially if you're on the receiving end of it or you're afraid that you might be. But what's even uglier is when there is no justice. That's it for episode two. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll try to do some more soon. Rachel, I hope you liked it.